Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. My name is Bella and we are here for another week, which is very, very exciting because it means we get to have a chat and it means we get to catch up and I just feel like, oh, January, what a month. No one talks about, God, we're going to get straight into it. The 20s are tough. Like, they're, they're like, they're really fun and I love the like, the amount of freedom that you have and the like autonomy and control that you finally get to have on your life. But with that control comes so much responsibility that it gets so overwhelming constantly knowing what you're going to do. But anyway, we're talking about that in this week's podcast episode because I just feel like it's a lot right now. And I just wonder if anyone else is finding it a lot too. And I don't know what it is. I just just feel a bit like, mm-hmm just a bit, mm, I can't explain it, just feel a little bit out of sorts. Anyway, let's talk about the life update for this week's podcast episode, because guys, I've got so many plans for this coming week, but actually I have stuck to a good routine. And I think I'm realising more and more, so obvious, but like me having ADHD, like I thrive off a routine and sticking to a routine, because if I don't stick to the routine, then I just don't end up doing the things that make me feel good. Like going to the gym, I can only do that after work. I know I don't do that any other day. And like today, I never go on a Thursday because I record the podcast on a Thursday. Just like working out a routine that's actually going to work for me has been really, really like kind of critical in making my job work for me and creating a lifestyle that I like and creating like good sleeping patterns and just creating a world that works. Because for so long, I kind of didn't. And I just thought I could do like spontaneous and do things all of the time. And although it is boring to admit, like I found that very overwhelming. And I would just end up feeling like I was pushing myself to do too many things. And I wouldn't know where to draw boundaries. And I wouldn't know what was important to me. And I'm finally starting to realise that... I listened to this podcast, I Have a CEO. It was one of his most recent ones. I think it was like three episodes ago. I'll link it in the show notes because I can't remember what the episode was called. But the woman she was he was talking to is a professor. And she was saying about how in order in your life to like feel good and have like a good routine in your life... You need to have every single, you're meant to have an entire life cycle in a day, which means you've got to have a part where you're working, you've got to have purpose, you've got to have play, you've got to have fun, you've got to rest, you've got to have alone time. And I think when I'm working, I don't really give myself that space to breathe. And I think the gym is the only time that I really get that space. And I think that's why it's become such a like nice thing for me to do on my own. And I've just started listening to podcasts at the gym, which is a bit weird because I know most people listen to like actual music because it makes you work out harder but I get bored because I listen to music for seven hours a day at work which I need your new playlist by the way because I'm bored I've listened to techno for 14 hours and I just can't listen to it anymore I need something else I need I need a new playlist so if you have any working from home playlists or just working playlists then please let me know because I need that urgently but I've just really enjoyed having that and carving that space out for myself and even though my routine is kind of like boring I'm not gonna lie routines are like a lot of day-to-day life it is a little bit boring I'm not gonna lie work is hard and I think especially in winter and I've been really leaning into this kind of winter is a period of putting in the investments for summer you know it's a period of like rest and of planting the seeds that you want to grow and I've really been thinking a lot more about like the content that I want to produce and where I want the podcast to go and putting more effort in posting and you probably haven't noticed 
but I have actually been trying and I think it's all this kind of putting in the work that I've always wanted to do and give myself time to do that because I realized when I come home from work and I come home from the gym it's like half eight if I edit something that's going to go up at nine then I have to edit something else to go up at half ten and then all of a sudden it's like getting into bed for 11 but realizing that those extra hours that I'm losing out on are not worth more than the sleep and I think becoming okay with the next day starting has been like a really important thing to get my head around realizing that your tomorrow is going to be okay because you survived your today has been a massively big step forward because I would dread going to sleep because I would dread waking up because I'd be so anxious and nervous about starting the next day because I wouldn't know what it would bring and I just realized how miserable it was making me and how sad my life was getting because I was just constantly dreading what was to come and it's not nice to admit that like you're constantly dreading the future But I just felt so out of control in what I was doing. And I think this is the thing, starting something new, starting a new job. It's a lot. Leaving academia, leaving school for the first time ever. Like, it's a lot. Your first job is a lot. And it's a big learning curve. And I think not a lot. Like, I know we all talk about it, but not a lot of people actually say, like, it's hard. It's really, really hard getting into that routine of just having two days off again. Sounds really silly, but being able to organise my own time... I don't know. I think I'm now getting into the routine of it. And I think this is the other thing. This is what makes long distance so hard is that I feel like I'm living a double life and it's exhausting to get my head around. I've been doing it for four years now and I just feel like I don't, I don't feel settled anywhere when it's going on, but there's no other way really around it. But it's just like, I'll get settled here and I'll feel like I'm in a good routine and life will be like really good. And then I'll be like, well, I'll have to go there now and I'll stay there for like five days and then I'll come back here and I'll be unsettled again. And it's just this constant duality of building my own life here whilst also trying to create a like life together somewhere else. And it's hard, like it's hard and it's expensive and it's tiring and FaceTiming all the time is not actually that fun. Like do you know when you just want to hang out with people you don't actually want to be like you just want to be in people's presence you don't just want to be across the phone and I think so much about like relationships of any type is just like being close to them is that kind of like contact is knowing that they're there is just hanging out properly and I think that's a really important thing that can't go amiss and I think they're definitely like I think there is a limit on long how long you can be long distance for well for me anyway Because at some point, you have to come together. Do you know what I mean? At some point, you have to start thinking, like, what's this life that we want to build? Hmm. I don't know. This is the thing about the 20s. There's literally so much uncertainty, and it's trying to lean into that uncertainty and not get overwhelmed by it. But anyway, what have I been up to this week? Sorry, I've been a bit rambly. You can tell that I've just had a really long day at work, and I've been wanting to talk for ages. I would literally work nine till seven today. That was a really long day. I felt very overwhelmed by the end of it. But this weekend, we're going to a car boot sale and I'm really excited. We're going to the Dalston one because apparently it's great. And I'm really wanting to make my room feel really lovely and nice. And so I want to get a few little room bits. Apparently, they have loads of really good clothes. And so I've been really strict with myself on what I've been spending this week. I haven't done anything fun. I've literally just gone to the gym and come back. And then we will see. I can spend the money on Saturday. And then hopefully Saturday afternoon, I'm going to go see my family because they're coming nearish London so if all goes to plan I'll go and see them and then on Sunday I don't really know what my plan is going to be I've started batch cooking because I don't cook in the week unless I have something ready 
but it took me three hours. It actually took me three hours to cook my lunch for, like, to cook two meals in my lunch. Like, I didn't have to do any other cooking the rest of the week, but I wasn't actually sure that that made it quicker. Like, I think I made it a bit excessive. Like, I cooked a bit much food. One curry I cooked only lasted two days. So I will not be doing that again. And it's also trying to figure out what am I going to want all week. Because I am a bit obsessed with chilli. But I can't do that again because I ate it for five days in a row. And I think this is the other thing about meal prepping and routine and stuff. Like, it is so dull. I ate the same thing for lunch every single day this week. But it was a good thing for lunch. It was healthy. It was yummy. It was filling. I had a frittata with goat's cheese and courgettes and tomatoes and dill. And there was something else in it. But did you know a frittata is just scrambled eggs? You whisk it. You pour it in the pan. Like, you put your other ingredients in as well. So the tomatoes with your fried courgette, not raw because they won't fry in the batter. Then you cook it on the hob like... Like you just cook it like that and then you put it under the grill to cook the top. But I never knew that. I was always cooking it fully under the grill and it was never properly cooking before. And now it makes so much more sense. But frittata is a great working lunch. And I didn't realise how great until this week because it's all I've been eating recently. Because eight eggs in there, people, it starts me getting hungry, which is good. Like it has high protein and because I've realised I actually don't eat any protein whatsoever because I'm scared of cooking chicken and meat and fish I'm because my family were veggie we never ate it growing up and so I'm just really scared to cook it and I don't know how to cook it and when I cook it it never goes nice and so I just avoid it at all costs which means like I just eat a very veggie vegan but veggie not vegan I eat a lot of cheese and so I need to have other ways of putting it in and eggs is a classic you can't go wrong but anyway onto the content part of this week's episode where guys we're talking about the 20s being a bit of a bit of a roller coaster to say the least. <sighs> the 20s is like so tricky knowing what you want to do and knowing what to prioritize and just working out how you're going to do everything all at once and I just have feels just like it's exciting so many different options when you're like in your 20s because you do just get to choose whatever you want to do and that's really exciting to be able to prioritize yourself. But I think it's, like, overwhelming. And I watched this thing and it's, like, the reason we all hate birthdays is because they're filled with so much potential of what our lives could have been. And when you reach that age, you feel like you've lost that potential of what your life could become. And all of a sudden, I just feel like I'm turning 25 next year. And I'm not... Like, I'm only 23 now, but I'm turning 25 next year. And I'm not there yet. You know? I don't feel anywhere close to being 25. Like, I don't feel like... Like, when I thought about being 25, that feels like I'm in my 20s. You're not in your early 20s anymore and you feel like you've got to have, like, an idea about what's going on. But then I'm starting to realise that maybe you never know. Maybe you never know that what you're doing is the right thing. Maybe you're never sure about your own life. And maybe you'll be happy either way. Because I watched this other video and it described a book... I mean, it's called The Midnight Library and it's about how this woman takes two different lives or she could have taken two different lives and she realises she'll be happy, she's happy in both of them either way because it's not really about the decisions that you make in life, it's what you make out of those decisions. You get to decide whether you're going to make it work or not, you get to choose the path, you get to make it work for you. 
But then it's also working out like, well, how do you make something work for you? How do you know what you like? How do you know that you're making the right decisions? How do you know that you're prioritizing yourself? And then there's also this constant thing in my head of like, am I spending time doing the right things? Like, it's so important to rest and feel relaxed and to feel calm about everything. But how do you know when like you should just be like going full throttle into life and just doing so many things and saying yes to everything, you know? Because there's that fear of missing out constantly, isn't there? It's that fear of knowing, should I say no because I'm feeling very overwhelmed right now and I just feel like everything is quite a lot and I just kind of want to have like a chill or is this going to be one of those things that I look back on and I was like, I was so cautious about everything that I didn't do enough. And I think you just have to do what makes you happy in the moment. But it's hard knowing that what you're doing, like, and sitting with that decision and being comfortable with that decision. You know? And I think becoming quite confident in yourself is also really important and in your own space. And it's something that I feel like I'm constantly working on and I'm, I get good at it and then I get bad at it. And I think I've only ever got good at it in a defensive way. Where I'm like, oh, they don't like me anymore, so I'm just going to be on my own, and that's fine. But it hasn't necessarily come out of a point of, like, feeling loved. Does that make sense? It's come out of more of, like, a self-defense thing. And I don't always think that's the right way for it to be. Because I think when it comes out of a self-defense way, you're really kind of just prioritizing how you feel and wanting to prove other people wrong. I don't think I've ever done it from a point of like everyone around me is great but I'm still going to prioritise what I want to do because I am such an inherent people pleaser. I am such like I want to make you happy because that's what will make me happy that drawing those lines and working out do I want to do this because I actually want to do it or do I just want to do it because it's going to make you happy if I do it. Like, working out all of these different lines is so difficult. And it's all just a constant process of getting to know yourself. And I think that's the thing about your 20s, is it's this constant journey of getting to know yourself and finding out more about yourself and realising what you value and realising that what you thought about yourself isn't necessarily true and unlearning that and relearning something else and also just trying not to see yourself as a project and just a way of existing and then trying not to get FOMO. And it's just, sometimes I just think I need to focus on, like, bobbing along. I just need to carry on floating. I need to stop thinking everything has to be the be-all and end-all of everything. I need to stop thinking that it's all so intense. Like, maybe I'm just putting more pressure on it than there needs to be. Maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe it's just existing. And your existing is just the same, no matter how... Like, you... I am making this a stressful existence... Because I'm thinking of everything that I want to do. But I could change my life in a second if I wanted to. I could go down a totally different path. And that's exciting. And that's, I think, what I need to be focusing on more is that... This control that I think I have over everything isn't necessarily there. And that it's okay to make mistakes. And it's okay to turn around. And it doesn't just have to be this linear growth journey. Because I think that's another thing that I really struggle with is that... When I make mistakes, I feel like it's the be-all and end-all of everything. And all I can do is hyperfixate on that mistake. And I literally, my world feels like it's crumbling, not even in a dramatic way. And I don't know if it's like an ADHD thing or if it's just like a general thing. Because I feel sometimes like 
if I make a mistake or if something doesn't go to plan, I can't pick up the pieces of how it's all going to go together and I just feel like everything's ruined and I'm very, very hard on myself and dramatic about it and it takes me like zooming out and actually writing down what the issue is. Like sometimes when I'm like really hyper fixating on an issue that isn't even that big, I like... As if I was to text my mum, I type her, like, I'll tell her what's happening and I'll reread it back and I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's actually fine. That's not the be-all and end-all. And I think it's so important to gain some perspective and realise that, like, no matter what you do, it depends what job you're in. I guess if you're a surgeon or a pilot or, like, you know, where people's lives count on you. But nothing I do is that like it's very it's like important all of the things that we do but whatever you do it'll ultimately be okay and I think that perspective is something that's really really important to have as you're getting older and you do make more mistakes and those mistakes can sometimes feel bigger than they were before because you will still be okay like you will be okay it will be all right it will work out you will make your way through this and I feel like I'm gonna look back on myself when I'm 27 and I'll have created this entire life for myself. And I was like, it's okay that you didn't know how it was all going to come together. You just have to trust that it will. And I think that's been the philosophy for a lot of my life is just like trusting that it will. Working when I knew I needed to work, but I didn't necessarily know why I needed to work. Giving myself these opportunities and trying hard at them and allowing them to work out and allowing them not to work out. Allowing it just to have the freedom to be. Because I think when you don't control the outcome, that's when the most beautiful situations happen. That's when you find the situations that make you really, truly happy. The exciting ones, the ones that make you feel very like, oh, this is crazy. Because if I think about you've got mail and how much that's grown on its own, I would never have guessed it would have got to this point. But I just put in the work when I thought I needed to and it worked out. Like it did work out. But anyway, on to the question part for this week's podcast. So onto the question part for this week's podcast. And the first question is tips for saving for your first house slash flat. Now, I am saving, but not to buy a property. I'm saving to have a, a wiggle room blanket because apparently you should have enough in your savings to survive for six months. Like if everything, if you like lost your job, if you lost all your income, you should be able to survive for six months. And I'm not in that position yet, but that would give me so much like, financial freedom and security to know that I had that there and so that's the big thing I'm saving and I think the biggest thing with savings and about making your savings work for you is I I kind of was quite bad last month and I try and like put away a certain amount every single month and I know you're meant to invest it in stuff but you should only invest the stuff you're ready to lose and none of this like I'm not at that financial point yet in my life and so the way that I have found like saving to be really really helpful is I put a set amount into my savings every single month and I don't touch my savings. But last year, last month I did and I kept just using it as if it was just like money I can touch and it cannot be. You have to be really strong in your mind that you that is like in a separate account and I put it in there like I have a separate savings account on a different card and then on my Monzo card I put my everyday money, the money that I'm spending on the tube, on food, on kind of just living and I make sure that that money lasts me the entire month like I have enough I know I work out how much I can spend a week and I put that amount on my card every single week so I know that if I'm going over that I'm spending too much money 
And now the thing is, in, from my savings, like things have to come out of it. I have to pay for train tickets and that's like 150 quid and things like that are expensive and they are things that you do sometimes just have to pay for. But I really try not to. I really try and use my savings solely as a thing for me to save money into and build up that kind of like fund. And I think like the really boring way to save is realising that that's your goal and just finding really free things to do and not putting yourself in positions where you're going to have to spend money. I bring in lunch every single day to work and I don't buy lunch ever and I never go to the shop at work and stuff because I just end up spending money on things I don't really want and things that don't make me really happy. And those little purchases add up. They add up and they end up costing you a lot more. And it's like, unless I really, I've realised I probably waste the most money on nights out. That's the time when I like spend more money than I need to because I just get excited and I'll be like, oh, I'll buy you a drink and blah, 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 blah. And then it gets to like the next day and I check my bank account and I'm like, oh no, that was so much worse than I was expecting. And so I'm trying to control that at the moment and work out how I can make nights out work for me as well as, you know, having fun. Like trying to be a bit more stricter with my purchasing of drinks on nights out and I think also it's realizing what your non-negotiables what are the things that you're going to pay for each month how much are you going to give yourself and also not being too strict with the budget because I think that's when it gets really boring if there's something that I really want to do I'm going to do it if it's something I really 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 want to do if I'm just on the fence about it I'm not that fussed but if it's something I really really want to do then like I'm gonna do it unless I really can't afford it. But you know what I mean? I'm not just going to leave it in my savings to stop it having a good time, but I always try and put something in there. And I don't know if that's good advice, but I'm also very aware that I'm in my 20s and I've got my entire life to save. But I guess I'm not working towards a house, you know? That's not what I'm looking for right now. So I think if you're working towards that, then saving has a bit more motivation. But I think the biggest things are just stopping those small little spends, the spends that add up, because they really do matter. So on to the next question and oh sorry I did take a screenshot but then I lost it here we go I'm 23 and I've come back from traveling I'm currently looking at graduate jobs I'm back to working in hospitality and feel so overwhelmed and stressed that I should have a job relating to my degree at this age how long does it take you to find your job after university and did you feel the same 100% but I always, I kind of like felt the opposite way around that I felt like I hadn't been traveling and I hadn't done the big thing and I felt like I'd massively missed out in that sense because like I finished uni in COVID, then I worked as a hotel cleaner for like two a summer, then I worked at Sainsbury's for like five months, then I did an internship with Sainsbury's. But the thing is, is that so with my degree, I didn't really feel like I could get any job yet, and I also didn't feel ready for a job, and that's why I did my masters because I didn't feel like I was in the position to properly start working. And maybe that was naive, like maybe I was and I just should have like gone for it, but I didn't feel like I was. And I don't know if I'd have got the job now without it. And I'm not saying you need it to get a good job, but for me, it definitely helped. Like I use a lot of what I studied every single day and it really brought me on in like confidence and in like workplace environment. And I think that can't be underrated how much a master's can help you finally feel ready to start what you're actually starting. And so... All of that year between me graduating and me starting my master's, I was working at home and I was saving money and I learned how to code and these were all really important skills. But then when I got offered the job after my internship, I knew that it'd always been my dream to do the master's and that's why I kind of pursued it. And I think I am really glad that I did because I look at the people that I've met and the life path that it's put me on and 
it's exciting and I really do like my job but I think you don't need to put so much pressure on yourself to find the perfect thing because I didn't like I my degree is not really related like it is in the sense that it's science but it's not that similar it's not lab work anymore I'm not a researcher which is what I thought I was going to be and I think it's allowing yourself to have different options to try new things it's about exploring the different paths that are open to you and whilst you're in hospitality you can carry on looking at other jobs and I think that's the other thing carry on with your hospitality but that doesn't mean that you have to stop looking because new jobs will continually be popping up and just trying new things is also really important because the degree I remember watching this thing I think I mentioned this last week about how we're now in the position where your education doesn't always have to be the be all and end all of what you end up doing we now have that privilege that education can just be because you love it and you could be able to find a job in a completely different area that you really love and but the thing is there are so many tra- it was Shelby by the way who said that that's not like an original thought or anything like that she created a reel on it and I just thought it was really kind of like good to hear someone else say about it because it can be overwhelming thinking that you've tied yourself to this career path and then realizing that you don't want that anymore but degrees and further education treat you so like they teach you so many more things other than just that lessons it provided me a landscape to grow up in to mature at a stage that I felt ready at, to work out how I was going to become an adult. I think it's like a playground for becoming an adult university. And that's why so many people love carrying on with education because that playground gets expanded and you get to work out how you're going to do everything. I mean, hats off to the people that just straight up start work because I couldn't have done that. Like, I really couldn't have done that. I feel like I was so, not immature, but just young. I was so young and I just don't know how... I'd have fit it all in, you know? It, it's taken me a lot of growing up to get to this point. I'm also only 23. And I still don't know if everything that I'm doing is right. I think that's the entire point of this podcast episode. Is like, you don't know. you just got to carry on doing things that make you happy and realise that there are jobs out there. you just got to carry on looking and find something that makes you happy. But realise you have so much time and that something will come about it will all work out. You just have to give yourself chance and stop giving yourself so much pressure for things to work out a certain way because you can't control the outcome. You can just put yourself in the best possible situations and the universe will make it happen. Like, I firmly believe that. You can put yourself in these situations, but if it doesn't want to work, it won't work. And I think that's really important to remember. But anyway, on to the new things I've done this week. So on to the new things I've done this week, and let's be honest, it's no surprise what I've been watching. Traitors. Obviously. I'm obsessed. I'm so obsessed. But I never want to spoil it for you guys if you guys haven't all fully caught up to date. Scroll fat forward if you haven't caught up to date, because I'm going to talk about it for the next two minutes. Guys, what a drama. Everything's changed. Whole new team. I can't believe it. I don't know if Harry's going to win, because I feel like it needs to be an underdog. I feel like whoever's the main traitor, they never win, because they end up getting too, like, confident with it, and then they end up getting thrown under the bus, because it just looks too suspicious. Like, I think Harry... I don't know. I really don't know, but I just don't feel like he's going to win. But maybe he will. Maybe he'll surprise us all. Anyway, I've been watching Traitors. We won't go too much more into it, but... It's so entertaining. And I don't even like these types of programmes, but I like Traitors. Anyway, we've started watching Australian Traitors. It's so much more dramatic. 
the challenges are so much more intense and they also all wear tracksuits like squid games it's way more intense but it is good like the characters in it are really interesting i just think it's a really interesting like social experiment to see what just normal people are like and i'm enjoying it other things we've been watching honestly mainly that today i watched the nun for the first time it was like a horror film it was good i liked it it wasn't too scary it was like a medium level scary which is just what i like also we watched um this short horror film it was only 10 minutes long called the curve don't watch it i was really scared i didn't like it wouldn't recommend i've carried on reading tomorrow 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 I'm pretty far in, I can't lie. Like, I am really, really enjoying it. It's, oh, I just don't know where it's going to go. I find it hard to keep up with and it's the weekends because there's so much stuff going on. But I'm going to have a little read in bed tomorrow because today I went to the car boot and I woke up at 7.30. No, I woke up at 7am on a Saturday. We get there and it turns out it's £5 entry if you go in then. And so we were like, well, I'm not paying £5 to go in. Like, I might not even find anything. And so we ended up going in at, like, nine and went and had a coffee somewhere. But it was just, like, so early to be at somewhere. But anyway, I got so much nice stuff, which I'll tell you about next week. But I got a pair of boots that were not in the, like, um, car boot sale, in the charity shop, which is from £300 to forty and i'm not gonna lie it's an investment piece i was talking about this with my housemates i think it's really important when you see something you like but you know you're not going to use it straight away to buy it investment pieces i wear a pair of jeans to work right now or trousers that were like 160 down to 30 in tk maxx and i bought them and i was like i don't know when i'm gonna wear these but i will wear them at some point and now i wear them every single day to work so pick your investment pieces people if you see a good deal and even though you don't really think it's your thing now buy it because I promise you won't regret it. But anyway, it's been a good week. I've done lots of nice new things up into the charity shops. I've been watching films. I watched the post office documentary. That's incredible. Everyone's been talking about it. It's on ICV. I'm a bit late to the party, but God, what a mess. What a brilliant series that was, though. Honestly, couldn't recommend it enough. Watching that. Tomorrow, my plan is I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do a food shop in Sainsbury's because I actually don't know if it's more expensive than Lidl. And I'm going to compare. Then I'm going to go for a little walk in the park. I need to record some content. Just like a very nice chill day. I'm excited. But I hope you're okay. I love you so much. And thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at You've Got Melon School Pod. And I can't wait to speak to you next week. I love you. Bye.